Are you ready? Let's get this thing started this week, man. I ain't coming in here with no bad energy. I am... Huh, I'm feeling amazing. <laughs> just, it's like, this is just a tipping point. I feel absolutely amazing. Man, I can't even describe it in words right now. But this is um, episode 36 of the Unusual Thoughts Podcast. I'm your unusual host. My name is Desmond. Some know me as Boogie. Some know me as Prisoner of War. Call me what you want. Just make sure that you call me. Listen, this week, man, I'm, I'm filming on Friday. Watched all the playoff games. Man, we got plenty, 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 plenty to discuss. I got a topic that came up on my Twitter timeline um, that I'm interested to just give a couple thoughts about, but I ain't going to stick on it too long. I'm, I'm going to give my couple thoughts on it. Um, but it's just an interesting topic, man. It was it was funny when it came up, and I laughed about it on my Twitter but, you know, I'm going to give y'all that a little bit later because y'all know what I got to get to y'all first. I got to give y'all the unusual thought of the week. And as soon as I give you that, I'll be right back at you. The unusual thought of the week. I don't know who needs to hear this, but I don't care. <laughs> I guess y'all thought it was going to be something serious, huh? I do not care. Like in real life, I don't care. Like, okay, let me explain to y'all what I mean by that. I'm not one of the people. Like, we've all we all got social media, whether it be Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or whatever the case may be. We all know people, and even if it ain't on there in our regular everyday life, we all know people that say, "I don't care what this person think about me. Only God can judge me." And blah blah blah, and all that, all them. All them sayings and things like that. Now, I'm not one of the people that say only God can judge me because I know other people can judge me. I live on earth. So other people can judge me, right? Or they can place judgment on me. It's your personal thoughts. I don't care to change. And that's what I mean by it. When I say I don't care, if I, number one, you would never see me get on no social media platform and speak about personal issues like that. Like, I don't like David, and I'm gonna me and I'm gonna tell you all me and David's business. I'll never do nothing like that. Me personally, when I say in my personal life, and I, if I tell a person I don't care, I mean it. And when I mean what I mean by that, another go deep into it. I don't care if it's good or bad. 
if I say I don't care about what a person thinks about me or a particular person thinks about me or a group of people think about me, when I tell you it ain't nothing that I care about, it's nothing. I don't care if it's good or bad. I've been in life, I'm 34 years old, been around a little bit, know a lot of people, done a lot of things, done some dirt, did some great things, all of it, right? I ran across some people, I say, I don't care what this particular person thinks about me. And then months or years down the line, somebody, we may know somebody, mutual, and they'll come and be like, hey, bro, such and such said, man, they did great, some great things about you. I don't care. <laughs> I truly don't. I could care less. You know why I don't care less? Because I said to myself that I don't care what that person thinks about me. And the reason I adapted this attitude, man, becoming, when I was a basketball player, right? And I consider myself a pretty good basketball player when I played. And um, you had some people that were fans of yours, and you had some people that weren't. Now, I stopped playing, and now I just, I, I watch the game every day for the love of it because it's just, it's just a genuine love that I have for the game, right? And I watch these stars, and it ain't even got to be the game of football. It ain't even got to be the game of basketball. It could be football. It could be rappers. It could be any any pop, like, celebrity. Let's just say that. Any type of celebrity, right? You get, and I'll use LeBron James as an example. You get LeBron James, who may could be a top three player of all time. And, um, but you also got, you got a, LeBron has a group of people that absolutely adore him and love him. He could do no wrong. But on the flip side of that, he got another group of people that will do nothing but bash him, put him down. He can never do nothing right. He could win all these things and nothing will never be enough. The reason I adapted that I don't care attitude is because the people that don't like me, they're not going to change their mind. No matter what I do, no matter how I do it, they're going to always move the goalposts. They're always going to go back to whatever failures that I may have had in the past. They're always going to run to that and make that multiply more than whatever my accomplishments are. So why do I try to waste my time and my energy and my my passion, my heart, whatever I got to give? Why do I try to give it to them to try to make them love or like me instead of giving it to the people that I actually that actually fool with me? So the so watching these from even in my personal life, from people that I ran across, um, from from playing basketball to whatever it is may be, I adapted the attitude that I don't care. So if I don't care about something, if I don't care about you or a group of people, who whomever it may be, if you say something that I don't like, I don't care. Cause I don't I don't care what you think anyway. So what's the point? Like I'm not gonna sit up and let you make me mad and I already don't give two shits about you in the first place. So my personal thing that I need every once again, just like last week, and I'm I'm really getting on this because man, we're going through a pandemic, and I see spirits are down. I see a lot of people being hard on themselves. Whatever the case may be, listen to me, bro. Adapt the mentality, accept your situation as of right now, accept it. But also, man, you gotta adapt the adapt the mentality of being not a selfish person. Not a it's not selfish. But you gotta put you gotta think about you first. You gotta think about your mind. You gotta think about your heart. You gotta make sure that you're okay. Before you can go out into this world and be okay, you have to be okay first. So sometimes I don't get look, the even the attitude you hear people say, I got a I don't give a fuck attitude. Perfect. And that don't mean you don't give a fuck about nothing. It's just certain things that you come across, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about your business. I don't care who you're screwing. I don't care whatever. I just don't care.
Man, adapt the attitude, I promise y'all, bro. You'll smile a little bit more. You'll laugh a little bit more. <laughs> I promise you, you will. You'll eat a lot more. <laughs> get, get your stomach full. Who ain't happy when they full? <laughs> so, man, look. This week, man, I need y'all to do, man, man, tap into that energy a little bit, man, and say, I don't care. Not that you don't care about nothing. It's just certain things I'm not going to let fit me. Certain things I'm not going to let bring me down because I'm bigger than that situation. I'm bigger than my current situation. I'm bigger whatever situation that may come upon me to try to hurt me or, 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 or stop my progress. I'm bigger than that situation. We all are. This pandemic, we're bigger than this situation. So at the end of the day, bro, I don't care. Unusual. Sir, yes, sir. I hope y'all enjoyed that unusual thought of the week. Uh, we got a few topics to get into this week, man. First thing first, man. Um, uh, I'm going to say it. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, I remember every week, man. I'm going to come in here and say it every week, man. Um, it's a great day to arrest the killers. Uh, Brianna Taylor, you deserve justice, mama. Um, you deserve justice. It's plain and simple. So it's always a great day to go arrest those guys who um, who murdered um, that innocent black woman, that that mother, that daughter, that friend, that sister, um, whatever she was to uh, uh, to her family and friends. Um, so it's always a great day to uh, arrest the killers of her. Rest in peace, George Floyd. Black Lives Matter. Um, and if you ain't with it whatever because <laughs> this is this that's what matters right now black lives matters plain and simple um now got that out the way man i hope y'all tricks have been doing all right man um like i said man it's, it's been a good week for me man i got another goal accomplished that i wanted to get accomplished man i'm super super proud of myself man I, i'm super proud of myself i can't even lie to you i'm uh, i worked my my ass off for it i did um, some sacrifices. I did it, but I got it done. So I'm uh, super proud of myself for the, for the company that go. Life is good, man. We still in a pandemic, but my family is healthy. Uh, my grandmama just had surgery on yesterday. Um, she had another hip replacement surgery. Um, she had surgery and she came out great on the other side. She even took a few steps um, the same day as her surgery. That woman is a strong woman and I Man, if anybody that know me personally, y'all know how I feel about my grandmama, how much I talk to her. Um, I cannot wait. I hadn't saw her in a while with all the pandemic going on. Um, and she had surgery on yesterday, which was Thursday. Um, I'm going to try to get out there next sometime this week. I took a, I took three days off. So I'm going to go out there, man, see my old lady, holler at her, check on her, see her face, see her smile, give her a hug because I need one from her. Uh, see my family too, man. My family is healthy. My son is healthy. Um, everybody around me, man, the people, my brothers, um, all of them, man, my sisters, everybody that I know personally, man, everybody is healthy. Uh, I try to check on people as much as I can to make sure that people are keeping their spirits up throughout this transition, through this pandemic. Um, but, man, like I said, man, life is good, man. I hope and I pray that all of you guys are... Um, are staying mentally uh, mentally stable throughout this entire pandemic because I know it can be tough on some people. Um, but I was telling y'all earlier, man, that we had a topic that popped up on my um, that popped up on my Twitter the other day, and uh, somebody asked, um, "It's about a promise ring." 
And the promise ring, it was like if you're under the age of 25, she, the girl, she, man, me and her been following each other on Twitter and Instagram for the longest. Um, I mean, like for years. Um, and to, hey, listen, and I got another story for y'all. My Twitter for the last two weeks have been absolutely bananas. And I'll tell y'all about that too. But the question that came up was, um, but like I said about the promise ring, she was just like, if you're under 25, I think it's okay. Anything above 25, I think it's a game, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Shit, even at 25, I think a promise ring is for teen, that is teenage activities. I think that's teenage shit. Anything, if you're, if you're 20, 25, man, what, what you promising? Because that's what she said. She was like, man, I think under 25, it's okay. And I was like, man, if I'm 25 years old, and, and when I was 25, I was, I had, I turned 25 in April, and then my son came uh, in June. So at 25, I was having my, my first and only child, right? So at 25, I couldn't imagine getting somebody a promise ring. Like, what am I promising you? At 25, I've known, man, look, I got a homegirl that called me maybe four or five months ago. She's 35, I'm 34, she's 35, 36, somewhere around there. She's a little bit older than me, right? And she called me like her boyfriend gave her a promise ring. And we was on FaceTime. We FaceTimed each other. And she had her hand up in, well, she FaceTimed me. She had her hand up in the phone. I'm like, the, I see the ring on her finger, but it was so small. I was like, but look, I ain't placing no judgment because if that's all you can afford, if the man that bought the ring, if you can't afford nothing but a small ring, my brother, I'm with you. Get the ring that you can't afford. Don't you dare go into debt trying to impress people. So get the ring you can afford, and hopefully you'll be in a better spot in a few years you can get her another ring. So she had the room, she's screaming, boogie, 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 look at this, da, 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 got me a promise ring. I said, a promise ring? I busted out laughing. I died laughing at her. Now, mind you, she's 35, 36, so she's a little bit older than 25, but I laughed at her. And I was like, bro, what the, nigga, why are you happy about this promise ring? You been dealing with this nigga for what? And I ain't hating on him. It ain't, cause I, he cool, me and him cool, we good people. Good dude. I was like, man, you been with this nigga, what, six, seven, eight years at this point? You talking about a fucking, and you sitting up there happy about it. He promised that he going to do better, he going to do right. When I tell you, I laughed her off the phone. And to this day, she's still mad at me right now. She is pissed at me. Now, I'm going to fix that. I'm gonna, I promise you, me and her, she be mad at me. We'll, I, we still communicate from time to time, but she's still mad at me. Because she told me I didn't have to speak. Like, be so, I didn't have to be so um, dismissive about the promise ring. But like I told her, I said, I don't understand a promise ring at 35. I don't. I, I, once again, the same way I think about it, even if you're 25, like, what promise are you making to me or to her at 25? I couldn't dare. I'm, now I'm single, I'm not dating anybody, but I wouldn't dare with a straight face walk up to a woman that I'm dating at the age of 34. I'm 34 right now. If I start dating somebody seriously and talk about here go a promise ring, I couldn't, I couldn't even, my, man, <laughs> I couldn't even do it with a straight face. So she got mad at me and like I said, we've had a few conversations about it and I was just telling her, I'm like, I said, look, I know, I know what y'all done been through. I ain't never told you to leave this man. I ain't never said nothing to you about that because that's not my place to tell you whether you should stay or leave in a relationship. 
Now, this is just my homegirl, right? So we, he know me. We didn't kick it together. Everything cool. But like I told her in that conversation, I was just like, this is bullshit. A fucking promise ring? This is bullshit. And if you don't see it for bullshit, then you, you the one, like, you can accept it because it's not me that accepting it, but sweetheart, like, what, like, what, what all I keep asking her, I, I, and she couldn't answer it. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, because I'm pretty sure I, he, she couldn't answer that. Like, what is the what is the promise that he's making you? That he gonna be there? That he gonna not cheat? That he like what? Like, tell me the promises that make you so excited about getting your promise ring. Tell me. So at 35, she couldn't answer that. So the same thing if I if a 25 year old come to me and be like, hey, my boyfriend got me a promise ring, I'll be like, what did he promise you? Like, tell me. Like, help me understand. Because I don't, I don't understand the concept of a fucking promise ring if you're not a teenager. A teenager. Like, okay, this puppy loves see high school sweethearts. I get it. I understand it. But it's grown people? <laughs> man, don't come to me with no goddamn promise ring. I, man, get out of here. And any woman that's t- 25, 30, 35, accepting a promise ring, you might be a bigger fool than the nigga is. <laughs> like... Bro, if you don't get this damn promise ring out of my face, how am I gonna like okay? Like I said, I I don't understand the concept, but if somebody can explain the concept of a promise ring to me, I promise you I'll be more than willing to listen and try to understand. Because I know I'm a man of understanding. So if you can under, if you can explain it to me, please do so, man. Reach out to me and give me a better explanation of a fucking promise ring. Now, in other news in Twitter, so for the last two weeks, my Twitter have been going crazy, right? So, now, I never participate in no challenges, um, anything like that on Twitter. I normally get on there, I talk to my few select people that I talk to, a couple fraternity brothers, a couple people that I know. We talk back and forth, and boom, I tweet my own personal thoughts, and I, I really stay out of everything, right? But on one day last week, I woke up, and I just decided to, somebody had a thread, um, a, a lady, a girl that I follow, she had a thread that said... Um, what did it say? Single single thread, I think it said. It said single thread. And uh, she was like, the requirements, you have to post a picture, have to post your height, your age, and where you live. So I woke up. It's probably 9 o'clock in the morning. I woke up, and I'm like, that's the, literally the first thing I see. I'm like, eh, why not? I do it. So I get on there. Boom. Hey. Not hey. I, <laughs> I said, hey, not hey. But I got on there. I posted a picture. I chose a picture. Um, I chose a oh, I I chose an old picture, and it was an old picture, um, maybe over three years ago. Um, it was on a trip to New York that I took, and I went with my ex, right? So I went with my ex, and uh, she's in the background. I'm not trying to hide it, but she in the background. So I posted a picture, right? Um, I had on some khakis and a button up, decent picture, cool. Real, I covered up my face, but cool, decent picture, right? But on the, on my Twitter profile, I got a selfie so you know how I look because all you gotta do is click on my page and my page ain't private. Boom, you can take you can see my face. So I posted a picture, put my height six seven, age thirty four, live in Nashville. I, I got <laughs> from that morning, from that point on, when I tell y'all, my phone did not stop buzzing for maybe four days straight. Whether it be from DMs to 
uh, new followers, to comments, to ads, to whatever the case may be. For maybe four or five days straight, my phone just boom, 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 boom. And I am dying laughing because the comments and the ads and all of that was freaking hilarious. And a couple women, like I said, I've, it's a couple people that I follow on Instagram and Twitter. The same girl that asked me about the, that, that me and her had a short conversation about the permits ring on Twitter. She hit me like, so she saw me post it and she was like, nigga, I've been following you for all these years. I did not know you was that damn big. And she was like, nigga, why you don't never say that? I'm like, well, I'm, I don't feel the need to jump out the window every time I tweet and say, hey, I'm 6'7". I don't, I, I don't, I never do it. But um, but then I, I started noticing when whenever I posted that, I you stroll through Twitter and you see so many guys that put in there. So you know you get your you got your at name and right before your at name or right after it's either either or it got like a little like a highlight name or whatever. Like it people put like Miss Wap and all that stuff. So a lot of guys would be like. Mr. Six Foot Eight, Mr. Six Foot Seven, Six and I'm like, oh, niggas is really out here just putting their height in their bios, or even if if it's not in their little highlight part, it's in their bios to tell women how tall they are. I said I never felt the need to do that. So me and her was talking, and I was like, nah, I, ain't, I don't feel the need to tell. So people that knew me was like, these folks really didn't know you was this damn big. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm six seven every day. So <laughs> I got so many followers and. I probably got over, man, maybe two, two, three hundred new followers because of that. Um, DM just went bananas. Like, it just went crazy. <sighs> to say the least, it was it was a fun, it was fun. Um, like I said, I never participated in those challenges or anything like that, man. But that day, man, I'm, I can't, I'm. Like, I don't know if to say I'm happy, but it was fun doing it for that. That one time that I did, it was super fun doing it. Um, but now, in other news, so to go from that, so Miss, talking about tall people, uh, Miss Megan Thee Stallion came out yesterday on Twitter, no, on Instagram Live, and uh, she went live to talk about the Tory situation. Now, my first thoughts on... The whole Tory and I already gave y'all my first thoughts on everything, right? Um, told you how it was just suck activities, just just a sucker move. You know what I'm saying? Just just a sucker move. I said it the first day out, right? So for the last couple of weeks, people have been. Now I've seen it a couple of times, and I just chose not to speak on it. Saw a couple of times where even women, some women were on Twitter and Instagram saying that. Um, they didn't believe Megan Thee Stallion because how did she get shot in the foot and she didn't break any bones and um, all of these pretty much accusations that they don't know anything about. But they are just, at the end of the day, they're just giving their opinions about it, right? So people have really been dragging her about this. Like I said, and there's some black women that did it, which surprises the hell out of me because... Black women are so, um, are so defensive about not being protected by people, especially black men. They're not being protected, but then this woman gets shot and y'all jump out the window. Well, not y'all, not everybody, but some jump out the window and say that, oh, we don't believe her. So 
either way, Megan gets on, um, she gets on Instagram Live, and she has a talk, maybe, man, videos, maybe, I don't even think it was 10 minutes long, she got right to it, she got right to the, she got right to it, Tory shot me, you know why he shot me, no reason, it was some arguing back and forth in the car, me, his security, him, and my homegirl, arguing in the car, everybody's arguing, she's like, I'm tired of arguing, she gets out the car, walks away, Tori starts shooting her from the back seat. Um, and to be quite honest with, honest with you, it made me sad watching that video. Um, it made me sad to watch that video. Um, and for her, because the first thing I thought about is like, I know why she's doing it, but it's, it, it, it hurts to know that she feels like she has to come on here and do this in order for people to believe her. Not only did she do that, she also put up pictures of her foot. She got shot in the back of her foot. She also put up pictures of her foot um, to show where she did get shot at. Um, I felt hurt that she had to do that because to be quite frank with you and 100% honest with you, she held it down. If this story plan panned out the the way that she said it, she held Tori down. Like in a real way. In a super real way, she held him completely down and holding him down caused her to get backlash pretty much daily over it. Which, um, like I said, that is that is what hurts because she didn't deserve that. Number one, she definitely didn't deserve to get um, she didn't de- deserve to get harmed. Um, she didn't deserve to be criticized on or dragged on social media the way she has been for the last few, for the last, since all this came out. Um, I hate that she had to get on there and as to speak about this because she, man, you talking about a down, I don't, this is not me calling her that, but a down bitch, she was that. She did that for him. Like, I remember when it first came out and they were saying that she stepped on glass. And I was like, we're looking at her from a helicopter. And we can visibly see every step she take, there's blood. There's a blood trail. Ain't no glass going to do that. You might be leaking, but Jesus Christ, you're leaking super bad. That glass must have cut you really deep if you're leaving that much blood behind because the blood was visible all the way from the helicopter, right? So, and like I said, if, if the story went down like she said it, which I'm going to tell you the honest God truth, I believe her. I wholeheartedly believe her. I believe that, I think that story went exactly how she said it went. Um, but we have to say allegedly. So, allegedly, Tory Lane shot her, right? But y'all talk about the meaning of a down bitch. That was it. She held him down in that moment when the police got there. She held him down after the fact. Um... At the at the hospital, she held him down. 
And then let's be clear about something. For the last, well, let's say it's been two weeks since all that happened. She said nothing about him. She said nothing. She's done nothing. And I'll follow Megan the statement because she's gorgeous. And plain and simple, she is gorgeous to me. Don't even get me started. But she has not said, even on her Twitter, has not spoken a word about him or this situation until yesterday. So it did hurt me to see her have to get on there in a black hoodie and have to speak up for herself to get that slander off her name. Um, so, but it did hurt. But like I told y'all from day one, he's a fucking sucker. Tory Lanez is a sucker. Anybody that condone this dumb shit is a sucker. He's a sucker. I know I, he's a sucker point blank period. Um, and I hate the, 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 um, the narrative of black men don't protect black women. Man, cut that narrative out. You don't, you don't, you don't, y'all, we all like to say that we don't like to, like, don't like to be lumped into one big lump sum. I don't like that narrative. I don't. Because the black men that I know and the black men that I rock with, the black men that I'm, that's in my circle, any woman, let alone a black woman, any woman that's around us is protected. Around any black man that's around me, any of my friends, anybody that I call an associate. A, a, now, let's be clear about something. Man, most of us date black women, but some of us date white women. But So that's why I say all women. But in particular, we're, and in this subject right now, we're talking about black women. None of us will do nothing to harm a black woman. And you know the first person that will be that will be um, that will be ready to call um, another another one of us out if we did do something to harm a black woman like physically and things like that. We're not talking about. And I know when you talk about protecting a black woman, it's more than physically. We're talking about mentally, spiritually, and we want to do all of that for you. But in this moment, we're talking about physically. If any one of if anybody close to me did something like that, I promise you. If any, so if, if say if I did it, all of my friends would call me out on it. No questions asked. It wouldn't be no man. What happened? Did it? Mm-mm. Don't matter what she did, and it truly don't. I don't give a damn if she body slammed Tory Lanez. They don't cause you to shoot her, my nigga. Fuck is you talking about? Shoot her? Let alone put your hands on her. You shot her. Bitch, shit. That's a that's a fucking that's 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 a that's some coward shit. That's a coward. That's a that's a sucker in the highest form, however you want to say it. That's sucker activities. Like me and the men that I'm around, we even had these conversations with each other from time to time. It ain't nothing that a woman can do to harm me. Well, I ain't gonna say not nothing she can do to harm me. There's nothing that she can do to make me want to harm her. Let me say that. If a woman hits me, I leave. I'm not gonna put my hands on her for what? Because regardless of what she do to me. Bro, see if you put if you put your hands on her, you're going to jail. Don't matter what she did. But then even if that ain't the case of me going to jail or not, whether she was an aggressor or not, I got morals and, and, and character inside of me, bro. I'm built, I'm raised by black women. My mama, my aunts, my but yeah, I'm sorry I had to had to something happened my bad. But like I was saying, man, like my 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 mom, my aunts, my grandmama, my got cousins, all these are black women, sorority sisters that I love to death, 
And if they know that they can call me, they have called me before by somebody putting their hand, bro. We we don't we don't we don't we don't play them them type of games, man. It's, it's, I don't care what she did to you or how she did it to you. Um, we we don't we don't play them type of games, man. Like if if, if a woman ever makes you that mad, bro, remove yourself from the situation. That's the only thing. That's the only advice I can give you. Remove yourself. If you feel like you need to put your hands on a woman, remove yourself. So Tory Lanez is a bitch ass nigga, suck ass nigga, coward ass nigga. However you want to chop it up and screw it, that's what he is to me. Point blank period is not is to me it probably never changed. Um, but like man, that's here. This I'm I'm done with that situation. Like I said, I hate that that happened to Megan. Um, Megan continue to live your life, be happy. Um, people are mad at her because she's celebrating, she's traveling, she's on vacation, she's still showing off this glorious backside that she has. Continue to do it because we are loving watching it. We love seeing you smile, we love seeing you dance, and we love seeing you happy. Celebrate your success on your number one record. Man, live your life, sweetheart. Um, and like I said, it did hurt me to see her come out and have to speak about that. Um Man, the only thing else that I really need to talk about, man, is the NBA playoffs. Man, it's been it's, it's been a, it's been a ride so far. Uh, oh, before I get to the playoffs, man, the NBA draft lottery was last night, um, and Minnesota got the first pick of the draft. Minnesota got the first pick of the draft. Um, yeah, Minnesota Timberwolves got the first pick. Who got the second was Golden State. Golden State got the second pick. Um, Charlotte got the third pick. Uh, who got four? Uh, let's see. Charlotte got three. Yeah, Charlotte got three. And who got four? Dang, who got four? Well, I can't remember right now. But either way, no. Chicago. Chicago got four. Cleveland got five. Um, and uh, Atlanta got six. Detroit got seven. <sighs> At the number eight spot, those lonely New York Knicks. Jesus Christ. The New York Knicks might have the worst luck in NBA <laughs> in the history. Their luck just, oh, their luck just sucks. Then they number, they number eight, the New York Knicks. Uh, and number nine, the Wizards. Number 10, the Suns. Number 11, the Spurs. Number 12, the Kings. Number 13, the Pelicans. And number 14, you got Boston. Got another pick at 14, right? So, congratulations to the Timberwolves for getting the number one pick, right? But then, um, I've just been wondering, like, who are they going to choose? Like, uh, Mellow Ball came out as the new number one draft pick. Since Minnesota got the number one draft pick, they came out as the number one. He came up as a, as the mock draft number one uh, pick uh, was Lamelo Ball. And if people don't know, I absolutely love Lamelo's game. I always have, um, even when he was a young kid. I don't know why. Um, I would say that he's even back then. I would say, man, he's very talented. Um, but he got to have some discipline. Um, but I think his upside, his possible upside um, is worth the risk. That's just me personally. I think his upside is worth the risk. 
Now, the question is, if he goes to Minnesota, do we think he can play beside D'Angelo Russell? Um, and I don't know. I don't know. Um, so I don't know what Minnesota going to do with that pick. All I know is I want to see James Wiseman go to the Golden State Warriors. That's what I want to see. I'm sitting here thinking about the Golden State Warriors. And let me say something right now, right? So I know how the world is. It's out of sight, out of mind. And um, people have been downright disrespectful to the Golden State Warriors, right? Yeah, they had the worst record in the league this past year. Um, but y'all will make it seem like like Steph played the whole year. Y'all make it seem like Clay played the whole year. Let's be clear about something. Clay didn't play a game. Steph played a couple games and he broke his hand. Um, Draymond... Even though he he played most of the year, he didn't play the entire year. He didn't play the entire year, but he did play a lot of the games. And but let's be clear, let's be honest about something. We are not looking for Draymond to be a score. He's never been that. And he's not going to start being that now that Stephen Clay was out of the um, was out of the lineup. So <laughs> I was sitting there talking to someone. And I was like, "Man, I hope that the Warriors get James." I said because let's be clear about something: they got two light-skinned dudes pissed off. And when I mean, I feel like they're going to be pissed off and ready to literally run a... I think they're going to be ready to tear the league apart come December because the new season is supposed to start at the end of December. I think them two light-skinned niggas in Golden State and San Francisco is going to lose their mind come December. If you put James Wiseman in the middle of that, it'll be scary. Um, anybody that has watched James Wiseman, they know he's 7-1, shot blocker, finisher, runs like a horse, could jump. The thing that I like about him, he's 7-1, but he actually got, he's not like, he's, a, he, of course he's not a big guy, but he, he got some, he got structure to his body, like big shoulders, look like he could possibly put on a few more pounds as he grows into his more of his man body, he'll be able to put some more weight on and still be athletic and, and do all the things that he's normally used to doing with a little bit more weight that'll make him stronger, right? So I really, and then my whole thinking process behind that is just like, man, if you bring him in, it ain't like you got to come in there and try to be the man, but you put him beside, you put Steph on one side, you got Clay on one side, Andrew Wiggins is there, but then you you got Draymond there. These guys are going to teach him how to play in the league, how to win in the league, which is most important. They're going to show him how to win in the league. 
And I was telling my best friend, like, bro, if they can get James Wiseman, you put him back there with a Draymond Green that's in his ear about how to play defense, angles, um, positions, position, uh, uh, position, defensive, uh, de- defensive position, all these little knickknacks and trades to how to be a good defensive player in the league. Man, by year three, possibly, possibly be of a player of the year. Not player of the year, but defensive player of the year. Not MVP, but defensive player of the year. Because he has the tools to do that. Because I'm sitting here thinking like, man, if you put him in Golden State as a rookie, man, he could come in and average, let's say, 16 to 20. I would say 17 and a half and about eight rebounds a night. 17 and a half, about eight rebounds, you're going to win a shit ton of game because them two light-skinned dudes are going to be on a mission and uh, with, something to, with something to prove, right? So them guys are going to uh, be ready to, to roll and teaching him how to play. Like I said, teaching him how to play and win in this league is going to be important and uh, instrumental in his personal growth as a player. Um, so I'm, I, I hope that Golden State can get him. I really, I truly do hope Golden State can get him, right? Um, you also, like I said, you talk about Melo in the draft. You talk about um, the, the kid from Georgia. Um, uh, you talk about the guard from Arizona. Um, you got some solid prospects, man. Uh, I think the, 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 uh, the Edwards kid from Georgia, I think he possibly has... Man, he's 6'3", man. Like, it's tough to play the wing position because um, he doesn't wow me. He's not a great shooter. He's not a great, he's not a great shooter, not a great uh, driver. Now, he's dumb athletic, like dumb athletic. But at the same time, it's like you see athleticism in the league all the time. So I guess my question for him is going to be, can his game translate to the league? How or how is this game going to translate to the lead? That's my bigger question. How is this game going to translate to the lead? Not can it, but how, right? So, um, but neither here nor there, man. I'm looking forward to the draft, man. Uh, and we, I'm looking forward to see how all this is going to play out because what if Minnesota be like, man, we don't, man, what if we can get a veteran guard instead of getting one of these young guys to come in here? What if we can trade the number one pick and get a veteran guy? And then if you do that, that changes the whole dynamic of the draft. Say if, say if they try to go get Bradley Beal, and put him with, put Bradley Beal beside a uh, cat and uh and uh, D'Angelo Russell, and then you got Washington with the first pick. Now that changes the whole draft. Cause now if they get the first pick, they may possibly take James Wiseman. So it kind of changes the draft. Now bringing up Bradley Beal, I I love Bradley Beal game. I've won it so bad. And I, if anybody basketball, any person hears this, I want y'all. I really want y'all to reach out to me about this. A basketball player or a basketball uh, person, like I was campaigning before um, AD got to the Lakers, right? I was like, I want AD to go to the Lakers to play with LeBron, right? Because I just wanted to see them play together. But in that same package, I was like, the Lakers need to try to get Bradley Beal over there too. And you put Bradley Beal, AD, and LeBron. 
Man, listen. I thought, I, even right now, I think if you put them three together, you're talking about almost unstoppable. Because LeBron can literally chill. LeBron, you ain't got to, you ain't got to, bro, chill. We got it. We need you here because we know you're still LeBron, so we need you here. But we got this. AD having an off night, Bradley Beal got it. Bradley Beal having an off night, AD got it. And you still got LeBron back there waiting them just it's the monster, the big bad wolf. Like, when y'all need me, I'm here. But they can just tell LeBron, bro, we're going to need you when the finals get here. We're going to get you to the finals. You help us. You, you win it for us. I would love, like, when I tell you, it's nothing. If I'm the Lakers, I'm willing to give up anything you want. And they ain't got no pick early in the draft because, of course, they was the number one seed in the West this year. But I ain't going to lie to you, bro. I give up. Whatever picks they do have in the draft, I give them up. And I pretty much give up anything on their bench. Kuzma. Uh... J.R. King, I ain't going to say J.R. here. He barely got in the lead this year. Caruso, Dwight. <sighs> Bro, who you want? You name your price. If you, as long as you ain't trying to get A.D. and LeBron, what else you want? Everybody else, JaVale McGee, everybody else is up for movement if, if you telling me I can get Bradley Beal to the Lakers. I would literally trade anything that they wanted just to get just to see Bradley Beal, AD, and LeBron play together. It'll be an absolute show. LeBron can literally just he he, you know how they like to say like you get older you gotta take a step back. He can literally do that because now you got two young stars, two young people that can literally go get you twenty five to thirty a night, and they can do that together. And then LeBron, just being LeBron, he going to get 25. Just him lacing his shoes up in the morning, he'll get you 25. So, I would love to see that. So, uh, But this draft, man, the draft lottery, man, good luck to all them, all them, uh, all them young guys, man, on your future. Um, man, get there, work your ass off, put your head down and continue to work, man. Make moves. For basketball, don't make money. Don't make money decisions because if you do what you're supposed to do, man, your money will get there. Um, so put your head down and just work, man. And like I said, good luck to all of you guys. Um, now to the playoffs. It's been an interesting first round of the playoffs. So until I would say I watched the Milwaukee and Orlando game two last night, I didn't realize, and I knew this, but last night showed me how much – Watching that game showed me how much um, home at court advantage plays in this uh, in the playoffs. Because watching that game last night, Milwaukee and Orlando, if that game had been in Milwaukee last night, they probably would have won that game by 30 or 40 points. Like, all jokes aside, because the runs they were going on, they were good runs, and then all Orlando would do Call a quick timeout, gather themselves, and next thing you know, they like so. Milwaukee are going a 12 0, 11 0 run, quick timeout, settle themselves down. Now Orlando went on a 8 9 0 run, and then they are right back to a 10 point game or a 9 point game or something like that. So, and I was just sitting there watching, like, man, if, the, if they were in Milwaukee, this crowd would be going crazy right now because Jonas then took 13 steps. On a on a on a so called Euro step to get this big dunk 
Then <laughs> oh, he travels every time. Don't see him act like y'all don't know this nigga. He travels every damn near every possession. So screw it. They don't call it. But damn it, he travels. It's a goddamn travel. There's no such thing as a goddamn gather step. That's a zero step. You can tell me that I'm going to take a step and it don't count as a fucking step. I... Stop. 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 I'm just. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it kills me, but. Either way, he tried. <laughs> well, I forgot what I was doing, man. It, it just, that bothers me, though, man. That whole zero step, gather step thing. is no, it's no such thing as a, a non-step, but it's a step. It's a step that's a zero step that means that it don't count as a step. Like, this is Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so to hear these people talking about it, I just be laughing like... It, Whatever, bro. I, that's how y'all gonna play it to make these guys look better and feel better about themselves. Okay, whatever. But um, but yeah, watching that game and he they they were going on, and they were impressive runs. But then, like I said, Orlando was just called a timeout, a little bit of composure. Boom, they hit him with another run. So now they're right back into the game. So. This playoff, um, the, the home court advantage is non-existent, which I like it. Uh, I can't say that I'm against it. I like it. Um, I watched that game yesterday. I watched the um, – of course, I watched the Lakers game last night. They just came out ready to play, man. I was telling my, I was telling a few people that I talked to about game before game two last night. I was telling them, I'm like, the Lakers just got to go play. Fuck all that excuse making, talking about the lighting and the uh, the lighting in the gym, and I miss my wife and my kids, and 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 uh, the, the 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 boards on the sides so are distraction and all this shit, nigga. Everybody playing the same thing. Everybody in their bubble. Everybody's playing on the same court. Ain't nobody seeing their wife or kids. Ain't nobody getting no nut off. So shut up and play. Just shut up and play. I don't want to hear your excuses right now, sir. I don't care what I don't care what the excuse. I don't want to hear it. So go play basketball. Go hoop, bro. Like, and let's be clear about something. Everybody talking about the shooting is different and all that shit. Bro, you spend more time in your practice gym than on the NBA court. So you used to playing in these gyms too. And I tell anybody, like, y'all think y'all see um highlights on the floor, like during a game. Man, if you ever, and I mean this to anybody, if you ever have the privilege of going to a professional, whether it's football, basketball, whatever, you go to a professional practice, let's say for a week or two weeks, the stories you will have coming out of there and the highlights you see in those practices, man, ain't nothing compared to what you see in the NBA game. Man, you don't even want to know or or NFL game. Some of the catches, some of these guys might make at practice. Way better. if you talk to players, if you talk to them, be like, bro, what was your favorite dunk? I guarantee you, eighty five percent of them will say something that happened in a practice. And you're talking to I'm talking about a real. I ain't talking about no highlights. I'm talking about, bro, what happened at practice? Like, no, just I, you don't even have to say practice. Just say, what was your favorite dunk ever? Most a lot of players would say it happened in practice. Or what's your best catch? A lot of players would say something that they call their practice. Because it's just because you it's so many reps at practice. 
So you get more of an opportunity to do these things. So, man, you playing this, man, you playing it every day, bro. Go hoop. I don't want to hear your excuses. I'm, I don't care. Um, yeah, I don't care about your excuse. Go hoop. Um, but like the Rockets, I, I I watched the Rockets Thunder game. Even in that game, man, like it was a back and forth game, right? So watching that is back and forth and. James Harden had the best game in game two, man, but they still won. And that's the most important thing. But them young guys at OKC, man, they play, they don't give up. And like I said, without that crowd being behind you, because, like, that, that crowd does give you an extra boost of energy when you're playing. So, without that crowd being behind you, man, you kind of, um, the opposing team can kind of just settle themselves in and be like, okay, settle down. We got it. Boom, let's make this happen. And they kind of do that. Um, and it's making for really good games to me. To me, it's making for really good games. And I'm like I said, I'm thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying the playoffs right now, man. Like, all of them, every game I've watched from the Rockets, Thunder, Lakers, Trailblazers. And with the Lakers, with the Trailblazers, man, I hope that they, um, I hope that Dame is okay, dislocated his finger. They lost by like 30 last night. I hope that um, he already said he's going to play Saturday, so <laughs> neither here nor there, but um, I hope that he can adjust and still be effective. Um, the Celtics and the 76 series is going exactly like how I expected it to go. 76 just don't have enough. They just, especially with, um, what's his name, especially with Ben Simmons out, they just don't have enough. They just don't. It's Embiid a bust for them, and Embiid can have the best game ever, but it'll be hard for him to beat them four times. So, yeah, it's just it's just, it's going exactly how I thought it would. The Clippers and the Mavericks series has been interesting because, truth be told, I think the Mavericks should be up two, two old, but uh, uh, Przingis got threw out of game one for some bull crap. I don't think he should have got thrown out, but neither here nor there. They came back in game two and just had a hell of a game, and Luka Doncic is. I ain't going to say he's teaching nobody a lesson because you can't teach it. <laughs> it's hard for me to say that you're, that a, uh, that a, not a rookie, but a second-year guy is teaching a two-time champion <laughs> a lesson. So I'm not going to go that far to say that. <laughs> I'm not going to go that far to say that, right? Um, the Heat and the Pacers series has been good. Jimmy Butler has been great, man. I would not be surprised to see Jimmy Butler uh, in the Miami Heat in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. I'm not going to go as far as say the finals. It depends on who they match up against. But even in the finals, I wouldn't be surprised to see them there either, man. They have just been – they've been really, really good, man. And I, and I expected it because they are – one thing I love about them, man, they are a well-put-together – organization as a whole they are a great organization as a whole um, from the head from the owner to the uh, GM and Pat to the head coach and uh, Eric Spolstra to the makeup of their team and uh, like I said the whole entire organization man they have a great organization over there um, Raptors and Nets series is going exactly how I thought it would go Raptors are just too good the Nets don't have enough talent even right now, they're playing a game right now, and the score is 84, no, 81 to 104. So, it's what you expect. Like, <laughs> Toronto got 
championship pedigree. They play. Nick Nurse is a great coach. I, he's a great coach, man. He get them guys to play hard. They play. They they play hard. They play together. They play hard. So, um, yeah, that series is going exactly how I thought it would go. Um, the Nuggets and the Jazz has been a good series because Donovan Mitchell game one, Donovan Mitchell and uh, Jamal Murray swapped swapped shots, and Donovan Mitchell had fifty seven and came back in game two. They lost game one. He came back in game two and had thirty, and they won. So that series is tied one one. Uh, they played today at three o'clock, and of course I'll be watching that at work. Um, but it's just there's been a good series, and I thought it would be. Um, I did pick. Um, the Nuggets to win this series, but um, you know, however, however this series go, man, I wouldn't be mad at it. But yeah, man, it's the the playoffs have been absolutely amazing thus far, though. So if you hadn't watched any games, man, do yourself a favor and uh, go check them games out. I mean, they're playing that every day, pretty much. So <laughs> I think it's four games coming on today. Um, so they they play every day, and uh, I think three or four games are coming on tomorrow. Um, and that's all I got to say about the playoffs and the draft lottery. Uh, shout out to Megan again. Ble- oh, before I forget, I know I hadn't gave y'all a movie of the week or something like that, man. I'm about to start this new series. Everybody has been telling me to watch it. P Valley on Stars. I have stars. Um, so I'm going to watch this series, man. I'm gonna start it on Sunday. Um, I'm gonna start it on Sunday, and then I'm gonna just watch it and see if I like it, and I'll give y'all an update about it. Um. Um, this upcoming podcast. I've been meaning to watch it, but I, now that I'm telling you guys and I'm going to give you guys an update on it, I don't have no choice but to watch it. So I'm guaranteed I'll be caught up. Like I said, I have stars. I'll be caught up on the whole series by this time this week. And I promise I'll give y'all an update of what I think, how I feel about it, all of it. I'll start watching this week. Uh, but people keep telling me, my son beat me a lot. They tell me I can't watch it while my son is with me. So, I figure out, like I said, I figure out a time to watch it, even if it's uh, if I have to watch it on my phone, and so he can't see it. But man, that's it for this week, man. I appreciate you guys for lending me your ear for however long you chose to give it to me, man. Do me a favor, man. Uh, I'm gonna post this, man. Share it, uh, share it with somebody, send it to somebody. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell your mama. Tell somebody else to listen, man. Give me feedback. Y'all know where to find me at, Prisoner of War 10 on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I'm not on Facebook at the moment. Um, if you have any questions or, 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 or ideas for the show, man, you can reach out to me and email me at um, unusualthoughts10 at gmail.com. Unusualthoughts10 at gmail.com, man. I promise you I'll get back to you as fast as I possibly can. Um, I check it all the time, so... Uh, yeah, unusualthoughts10 at gmail.com, man. Like I said, reach out to me, and um, as soon as I get it, I promise you, I get back to you. Um, and y'all know how I'm in this thing, like I do every week. You can be, you can fit in. Just be unusual when you do it. I'm out.